Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win, and support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary. Not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. It's Candace and Kayla, and we are directionally challenged. Yeah, we thought we'd have like most things figured out by the time we were in our 30s. Or maybe like just a few things. Just one or two. But we don't. We don't. <laughs> but we are stopping to get some direction today from two very awesome dudes. Yes, ladies, you heard that right. We got some dudes on our podcast today. We are sitting down with Mike Mitchell and Nick Wigner from the Doughboys. Woo-hoo, you guys, we were on their podcast a few weeks ago and we loved it. Yes, it's a very popular weekly podcast where they review chain restaurants and they also have additional segments centered around delicious snack foods and other topics that everyone's talking about at the time we actually went and took them to fogo to chow yes or they took us they I guess. did take us on a date I, on essentially a double date which yeah. we are going to talk about later on in the episode mm-hmm. we're going to kind of rate the double date that we had with them because yes. that's what we're talking about today dating and you know what? it's so nice because you and i can sit here and talk about dating but it's so nice to get a dude's perspective too so we got you get all ends of the spectrum here guys yep mars and venus yes together united. <laughs> so Candace, what was your first date with joe i'm trying to remember back 
to oh. what it was. I know you told me about it, but can you share? Yes, you've definitely got pregnancy brain because this was a very <laughs> big part of our relationship. So Joe and I met, um, I'll just kind of breeze by how we met, but we met at the Super Bowl playing as normal a, folks as do. people do uh, playing a flag football game and him and I were on the same team. We both were not very good at flag football, despite what he might tell people. <laughs> and uh, so we got to know each other on the sidelines. The game ended and his band, the fray was performing at this event. So we didn't really get to talk afterwards. The rumors are true. Nina Dobrev really did assist in getting my phone number to Joe King. And knowing Nina, she didn't just assist. She was probably... She kind of forced it yes. on me because <laughs> I, I had been going through a breakup. And uh, so I wasn't really interested in dating anyone at the time. But I knew it felt really good to talk to this guy. It, was the first, it felt good to laugh and smile. And I hadn't done that in a really long time. And I think she saw that. Mm -hmm. And so she kind of forcibly <laughs> gave him my number, which I was fine with. Did you know she was doing this? Yeah. She, I was like, she's like, go give him your number. I was like, no, no. And she's like, fine, I will. And yes. it magically ended up, she'd given it to someone who found his manager. I mean, it was kind of happenstance that it even happened to begin with. So he got my number. We didn't see each other the rest of Super Bowl weekend. We bet on the game and I lost the bet. So I text him like, Hey, it was so great meeting you. Um, I just need to pay up on my bet. So I owe you a dozen hot dogs. Oh, yeah, that, that was the that bet. That was our bet. Yes, that I remember. And um, from that point on, which yes, I did send him a dozen hot dogs, if you're asking and wondering. Um, like actual hot dogs that were actual edible? Actual hot dogs. I found a local uh, gourmet hot dog place in Denver, Colorado, and had them send it over to him. That's uh, so cool. Yeah, so I, I was good for my bet. And then he just started texting me and we did this dance for about three months. We were texting back and forth and he kept trying to invite me on dates in random cities, you know, respectfully. But I also knew that I didn't want just a fling. I wanted a real relationship. Mm -hmm. And um, so I politely declined and I said, look, I want to go on a real date. That's what I'm looking to do. And so one Good day, for you. He, thank you. Um, it was an evolved version of me. Don't mm -hmm. think I'm not trying to say this is how I was always <laughs> that I never went on any dates uh, for fun when I was younger. Uh, but he he said, how would you feel if I took you out on a date in Orlando, Florida? You mentioned that your parents live there and I've got a show there. So if you are willing to fly to Orlando, you can stay with your parents. I'll pick you up and we'll do something really fun. We'll, it'll be like super casual. We'll like even go to Disney World. Let's go to Disney World. What a gentleman. Yes. And so that is our first date. I asked all of my friends, I'm like, am I crazy for doing this? I don't even know this guy. Well, that's also a very long date. That's a, how many hours did you spend together on well, your first I, date? And also flying there. I flew <laughs> from Los Angeles because it was hiatus. I oh. flew from LA to Orlando. That's like a five hour flight. And I got there with my parents. I told my mom about this. There was no way I was telling my dad about this. <laughs> and, and, um, and then when my dad found out about it, he was like, yeah, we, I, I just made us dinner reservations. We're all going to dinner. He tried to like hijack my day. Hijack my dad, jack my day. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I, I shut that down and I like, <laughs> and then oh Joe God. didn't have a car because they got in late. So then I like drove a car to meet him. So you're already really vulnerable because you feel like you've flown yes. and then you've driven. You've told now, your mom. You've yep. also made sure your dad didn't hijack your date. Yes. And then I make it to see him and we saw each other like in the lobby because I was picking him up and then we gave a hug and I was just like, 
oh, oh I can breathe. Like, it's you. Oh, wow. I was like, it's you. I, I don't know. Instantly comfortable. I'm instantly. And we just had the best date ever. And I brought these disposable cameras. So we have all these like awesome pictures of our first date at Disney World. And we actually closed down the park. We were the last people in there. Uh, and so he made a dinner reservation in Little Italy at Epcot that night. And we drank a Brunello from Banfi. And that is um, a winery that we went to after we got engaged. Uh, it's the winery that all the wine that we drank at our wedding. It's a really special bottle for us, a special winery. We just went and visited the winery last summer. And uh, and we were we ended up closing down the park with a lot of the wait staff that was still there. And they like brought a cake because they found it was our first date. And they were like, how do we say cheers? And they're like, you got to say ching ching. And so that was even part of our vows. Like we said, ching ching. Like it was all it was like such the epic first date where it makes sense why we were inseparable afterwards. Cause we went on to have a long distance relationship for six years. Um, but it was, it was beyond a first date. It was the craziest experience. And we really were inseparable from that point on. And for our listeners, this is not a normal first date. So don't put pressure on yourself or expect this from another guy and put pressure on him because this is not always how it works out. This was not normal. The relationship is not going to be great. So Kayla, what about you and Tanner? (laughs) What was your first Well, I would say, uh, so Tanner and I originally met on a music video. Um, Could you tell me the artist, please? The artist's name is Sick Puppies. Yes. You know, we we keep saying we wish it was someone cool like Madonna, but no, it's this Australian band called Sick Puppies. Um, The one song that we are in together is called Maybe. Which is probably not the best <laughs> sign for a relationship. Um, but to be honest with you, I always felt like I was getting ready my whole life. You get ready every day. You go out. You're like, maybe I'll meet someone. Maybe I'll whatever. And our call time was 3 a.m. in the morning. And so I met my husband half asleep, no makeup on because you arrive, you know, in comfy clothes, no makeup, just probably not the best version of yourself, a little cranky, a little bit, you know, whatever. And so I walk into the production office and he's like the nicest human. And I kept being like, who is this person? Like, and I genuinely didn't think he was real. He just kept being like looking the way he looks and being so nice at 3am. I was like, are you, what's happening? Um, and so we were completely professional throughout the whole, uh, shoot, And he had a girlfriend at the time and he kept asking me advice about his girlfriend. (gasps) And I just remember being like, he's really cute. And I like this guy. Instantly, I knew like he there was something about him and I felt chemistry. But then he kept asking me about his girlfriend. So I'm like, okay, there's no way this is happening. And then I guess from in between the time we were shooting and he asked me out, they ended everything and called it off. And then she was also in Canada and it was a long distance thing. And they were like going through a rocky time. So he was like, can I take you out on a date? And I was like, well, wait, do you have a girlfriend? <laughs> like what's going on here? Did my advice not work? Oh my God. No. And so anyways, we went on a first date and he was 45 minutes late to pick me up. 45. That is not an exaggeration. Now, did he call you? He didn't call or text or anything to let me know Ooh, that he Tanner. was late because he's driving. And in L.A., he lives he lived all the way down near Venice. And I was in Burbank, which is like 30 something miles. It's and like it's, it's, it's like it's, flying from Los Angeles to Orlando is it's the equivalent. It's a far <laughs> trip. Yes. And so he was stuck in traffic. And this was we we're so old before like iPhones and all that. So it wasn't like the, the phone was connected in the car or anything. And he, we only had B 
BBM, so we, which is the Blackberry yeah, Messenger. Good old um, days. And so he didn't BBM me to tell me he was late. And so I was sitting in my house with my roommate and her boyfriend at the time for 45 minutes in my tight skirt and my and my blouse and my heels, like all done up. And I just remember my roommate's boyfriend was like, do you want to you want a glass of wine or something? Oh. He just could tell that this, this was going downhill. Um, long story short, obviously everything worked out, but our first date was not ideal. It was definitely not like the everything you would want a first date to be. And then it took him five dates to kiss me. So we, he was just not on his game. And to this day, he's like, I don't know what it was. I, he's like, I feel like I was really good at dating everyone in my life, but you, you threw me off my game. I was Aww. so flustered. And to be honest, he really was, he was not the person he is now. He was just very flustered the whole time. Um, so it's cute now in hindsight, but at the time I just went, I really like this guy, but I don't think he likes me. I'm not sure he's really that into me. That's crazy because yeah. he loves you so <laughs> much. He really does. And he'll do anything. And he's like a completely different person now that he's comfortable with me. But he was really uncomfortable our and first date. How many years have you guys days. been together now? Now. Oh, well, that's a good question. So now it's been. Oh, God. Now we've been married since 2015. So four years. But I, we dated for five years, nine years. We've been together just a long wow. time. I am slightly disappointed that Sick Puppies wasn't your first dance song at your wedding. It wasn't, but that roommate who sat on the couch with me at our date played, is a, is a concert pianist, and she played uh, uh, while I walked down the aisle and oh. at the very end surprised us and played Maybe after we'd said I do as we were walking down the aisle. I just got goosebumps. Which is really How did cute. I not know that? Yeah, which is so cute. So You didn't um, advertise that really sweet no, information she on did the it day. for us as like a gift, and then she recorded this whole CD of like songs and stuff and gave it to us. She's the sweetest. Yeah. But so it did come into play at the end. I love that. <laughs> yeah. I and the music that. video is about two people who are on completely different paths and meet at the very end. And so it kind of started our lives together. So oh, man. it's poetic in its own way. <laughs> oh, I love that so much. Oh, guys. Well, we have such a great episode for you guys up next with the, the Doughboys. And we are here with two of our favorites. Hi, guys. We are here with the (laughs) Doughboys. Two of our favorites, and then we boringly say hi. Hi. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the moment before we started, this was not boring. What were you doing? I was getting a a piece of, I hope, a piece of pineapple out of my mustache, and I put it in my pocket. Which is a great place to keep it. You know, there's long car rides in LA. You gotta, you got some snack prepared. If I'm eating breakfast, it's in the car. Always. Mitch and I's uh, working relationship slash friendship, whatever you want to call it, is such that I like we will if they we have something on each other's face, we'll be like, hey, you got some shit right there, you know, which is like and I apologize if I, we're not supposed to cuss. No, you're, uh, you but, can cuss. But um, <laughs> that that's like not, you don't do that with everyone. Right. Like I try to like tell people if they got something in their teeth or whatever. But there's also a level of comfort that you kind of have to have. That's to, the definition of a good friend. Yeah, yeah sure. Absolutely. Well, he was love. He, he was close to picking it out of my mustache. I would have done real. it. Yeah, he was very close to doing it. <laughs> I did see that. <laughs> I, I kind of wished it would have happened. <laughs> now, question, Nick, would you do that for your wife? Like, do you pick? Oh, yeah. Pineapple. Would you pick pineapple off of her face? I don't think she'd let me do that because she's like skittish about her face being touched. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, like, and, and so, but I think that I would tell her that she's got, of course I would tell her that. Yeah. Of course I would <laughs> give her a heads up that she has some food on her face, which she never does because she's very hygienic. So Candace and I shared our first date stories yes. already. Will you share with our listeners your first date story with your wife? Yes. Okay. So. 
my wife and I went to high school together and middle school together, but we were oh. never friends. Like we knew it, we knew of each other, but we were never like close or anything. And we had, but we had a lot of mutual friends that overlapped. We went to separate, uh, separate universities. And then we were at, at, once we both got out of school, she graduated with a double major and a minor. I dropped out. Um, <laughs> we reconvened in, we're both from Southern California. We reconvened down here and just started hanging out. So we were like, at first we were just like running into each other at parties, but our first date date, I took her to uh, a, a now closed pl- a place called Yankee Doodles, oh, which totally was totally no Yankee Doodles, which wow. was a terrible choice on my part because it's like it's like a bar with like pool tables. It's not like a place to like get like a nice meal. It's a place you go to watch a game. Yes, right. For yeah, sure. yeah, exactly. So I t- completely whiffed on that. She was very patient with me. I also ordered like a uh, like pasta primavera. I ordered <laughs> something super sloppy and just made a mess of myself. And that was like I was like I shouldn't get this, but I was nervous, so I got it for like the psychology. <laughs> behind it was so so weird um and uh she got a veggie sandwich and then we 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 <laughs> is your wife a vegetarian she's not a vegetarian but she's very healthy uh at, she's very healthy and then she also like have wiener schnitzel and and del taco and never put on any weight drives me crazy uh, but anyway <laughs> but then so i messed that up and then i took her to a movie theater where i thought we were planning on seeing I don't remember what, it was. we were planning on seeing something, but I took her to the wrong theater. So, oh. so we had to settle for a different movie, which we both, it, it's this movie called Possession, directed by Neil LeBute, which we did not, we both hated. <laughs> we were both like this, we were so mad at having to watch this movie, and I felt so bad. Uh, so it was like every aspect of it was a disaster, but then she kind of like was both making fun of me for it, but also in a way where she, where it's like, oh, this is a, this is sort of a playful relationship that can work you know what i mean like like oh we have a dynamic where she can she can kind of give me shit for this but in a way that is also like acknowledging that i fucked up in like a nice what you know like a caring way you it's know what i mean playful banter exactly some playful banter we got we got into that uh definitely makes for a good story right exactly now, did she know this was a first date or was it because when you're friends sometimes yeah it, like it's kind of confusing to be like wait is this a date or are we just eating together where i'm looking at you differently it was pretty right <laughs> no i think it was pretty overt that it was a date have you guys kissed at this point we're not yet no that was that was late like we kissed we went back to my apartment, which we'd hung out at before. So it wasn't like I'm taking you back to my place. It was just like we we hung out at a party there. Um, and then we uh, get a little, uh, <laughs> get a little frisky there. <laughs> no, I won't go. No, it was like listening to my parents talk. <laughs> <laughs> it's awful. Uh, how, how do you make that transition from being a friend uh-huh. to then? Did you actually ask her, can I take you on a date? Yes, I was. I mean, I'm that lame. So like, that's the sort of like, like, will you go steady with me with my voice cracking in an email I'm sending um, somehow? But then when you kissed her, your voice got really deep. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's the moment my voice changed at age 22. <laughs> Uh, no, we, uh, yeah, I think we, since we'd been hanging out informally, our birthdays are very close to each other. She was, uh, hers is, is August 17th, mine's August 28th. So we'd hung out on both of our birthdays and in group settings. And then, uh, we, our first date was September 4th and that was just the two of us. And I think it was pretty clear at that point that I was like, 
hey, hey this is like a date, you know? Yeah. 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 And it. how long have you guys been married now? Well, let's see. It we we will it will be nine years in September. Nice. Yeah. That's a lot. Wow. Yeah. A long All time. due to Yankee Doodles. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> is that like a romantic song for you guys? <laughs> it's their song. Yeah. Their first dance. He's tearing up on the fourth yeah. of July. <laughs> Now, Midge. I, uh, I'm not married. <laughs> I love how you just like immediately come out with that. I gotta be honest with that. Not married. Uh, that's you, but that's not you. That's you saying like, ladies, I'm available. Oh, right? yeah. I'm, yeah. yeah. I'm not no, married. that's my question to you. Are you available? Because when we did our double date slash podcast date, mm -hmm. you were kind of hanging out with someone and asking us advice for. That's true. I I I, I have been hanging out with someone, but it's kind of a, a distancey. Uh, there's distance. Got uh, it. All right. We Long distance. Yeah. yeah. There's Got not. It. There's not. There's. I'm not. I'm not in a. I'm not in a relationship. I guess you would say. But it's complicated. It's yeah. weird to talk about. Uh, I've told Liger this before. It is a weird thing to talk about because. Uh, yeah, I so like the person. So that's good. Yeah, we like the person. You should you should like the person. I'm blushing right now, actually. But <laughs> what yeah. is your worst first date experience, or have you had a horrible? Uh, my first, my worst. I have, I have like so many. I'm thinking back on like college, and uh, when I was when I was like 21, like I was like a, a virginal dork, and I went out on, and I was like, you went to college as a, a virgin. I, I I did go to college as a virgin. Yes. A lot of our listeners have questions about that, so that's good. You can, oh, really? Yeah, so in oh, later about on, me specifically, about or you specifically? No, about your virginity. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Specifically. Uh, and I barely got out. Not, I mean, it barely got out. Not a virgin. Um. Uh. I think. I think What's it was that weird. pressure like? It was bad. I mean, it was it was it was it was bad. Um, did you hit a point where you're just like, I'm going to start lying about this? Yes, I did. I mean, I did. Like when I was like 20 or 20, I was like, it happened this summer just because I lied. Uh -huh. And I also was a like, I feel like there was so much hook. Like I never was a guy like I'm, I'm big. So it takes me a long time to get drunk. So I never I'm like loose like everyone. And then I also think it's we I always thought it was weird. Like I like I always thought I was always like. Oh, like, like everyone's drunk and I'm not drunk. And I'm just mm. going to go home, I guess, <laughs> or go get like a slice of pizza or something like that. <laughs> right. Um, so, which is a good thing. I mean, like that, of course that's, that's what you should do. But I was like, now I feel like I could never catch up with everybody huh. unless and I, I got really drunk and then I'd be out of control. And I didn't, I never wanted to be out of con con completely out of control. That makes sense. And yeah. I get what you mean. Cause I remember being in high school and, and I know, and thank God there's things are different now, at least people are talking about it. Hopefully kids are talking about it, but like, yeah. I genuinely felt, Oh, unless I've had four Smirnoff ices or like yeah. a lot of gold schlagers, right. like that's the only time I can talk to boys or a guy will think I'm attractive or like I'm someone might want to kiss me. Like yeah, that right. was really what was in my mind. Like, it's not like cute flirty outside of school. It's like, no, I have to be at a party and like everyone's drunk. And then everyone like then makes out with each other or something like that. Yeah. No, it, it was, it was that sort of thing of, of like, I, in 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 high school, I just never even thought it was gonna happen. I like I never even like even thought about it. Even thought Try about it. You it. never tried. Yeah. Did yeah. you dates to dances? Yeah, I did. I I took a this girl Kelly Doherty. I can say her name. She's married yeah. now. Yeah. And uh, we were like shout oh. out. Well, shout out to Kelly Doherty. We're like, <laughs> oh, we'll go to prom together, junior prom. And we're like, but we won't go to senior prom together. And senior prom came around. Like, let's go to senior prom together. <laughs> We failed. I think you'd be such a fun date for a dance, like for real. I, I think I was. I was sure a good were. time. Yeah. I, I, I. Can you dance? 
I can dance a little. I think can dance better than probably you think I can. Yeah, no, no. Yeah, you move pretty well for a big guy. Are you yeah. like? Are you like white dad at a wedding dance? Yeah, I think a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> I think I have some white dad. Like, uh, yeah, when the dad gets up and like dances around for a little bit, I can be. I think I can be more impressive. But this was also probably like thirty pounds ago when I could like really mm. move, and I would do it for a few minutes and be like, all right, and then I would sit down the rest of the night. <laughs> That's my thing. I, I'll show like I'll display like a minute or two, and right, then, and then I'm done. You get a little yeah. bit of party animal still in you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So now I have to know what, how did you ask your first person out on a date after? Oh man. My first like official date. Oh God. I'm trying to even think my first like official date of like asking. Well, someone has told me like in high school that like my friend Genevieve told me that I invited her over to like hang out and we had like Turkey sandwiches and we hung around. And this is when I was like a kid, like I was like 16 or something. So that might be like, not even thinking about it, like me trying to be like, I like you or something. Uh-huh. Um, but then in college, I specifically remember, I think it was like my senior year, inviting a girl over and she came over with two friends and they were like huge party animals. And uh, and one of the girls, I remember, they like got trashed in my house and I had five other roommates and they're like, what the hell is going on? And then one of them ate all my bagels. There was five bagels. She ate every bagel. <laughs> she ate five bagels. You're still just as mad about yeah. it. <laughs> Do you know what kind of bagels they were? Yeah, they were onion bagels. Oh, of course she it. knows. Yes. Yeah. Well, then now you're not going to kiss her. There goes the breath. <laughs> yes. Well, it, no, that wasn't even the, the girl, girl, who, the, the girl who I wanted to date. Yeah, it wasn't even the girl who I, yeah. So did you ask this girl. girl to come hang out and then she brought her friend who ate she, all your bagels? She brought two friends and one of them ate all my bagels. <laughs> oh my that was and that was that was bad. Like, yeah. Let's go to Mitch's. He's got food. <laughs> <laughs> I was the bagel guy. People knew me as a guy who always had bagels and stuff. That's not true. I was not the but bagel guy. But you still guy. haven't really answered my question. So how? What? What's your like first ori- official date? Oh God, my first official date is is probably that date. It the was, bagel date or was the-, the bagel date? I didn't know that she was going to bring two people. I was yeah. like, come over and we'll have mm. drinks and we'll watch. And she was a, a Red Sox fan. Okay, did you ever get to a, a Red Sox fan? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, did you ever get to? <laughs> um, did you ever get to a point where you actually took a girl out to a restaurant? Do you remember that experience? Um, yes, of course. But that wasn't even until I was out of college. And also, I didn't know anyone who did. I didn't know a lot of people who like took people to. It was more like a frat party vibe where you yeah. hang out. Yeah, I, I get that. I remember yeah. moving to LA and thinking that like. Oh, this is like, if I want to go on a real date, these are the parameters of going on a date. And then whenever I'd meet anyone kind of closer to my own age in their early twenties, I'd be like, Oh no, this is like not there yet. Like a lot of guys I was meeting weren't there yet. Cause it's like, everyone's trying to make money and it's expensive to go on dates and it's stressful. And, um, and you want to like impress someone. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was, it was, it was, it was tough. I feel like the first, like my first year in LA, I didn't know anyone at all. I knew new, I I moved out here and I I knew no one. And so I met someone in a Boston bar and I asked her to a day. And I remember like, we came back, uh, we came back to my apartment and we watched saved by the bell and I was too nervous and I didn't make a move. And then she yelled at me on my front lawn and was like, was like, what's wrong with you? Why wouldn't you make a move? Are you like a virgin? And then I had only lost my virginity, like, not like within the last year or whatever. And I was like, no, no, <laughs> no, I'm not. Like, and I was like, what the fuck? 
This is terrible. I, yeah. felt, I felt I was like, I don't like this world of dating. It's it's just making me feel bad. You know, it took my husband five dates to kiss me. And oh, I genuinely yeah. thought that he liked me as a friend. And mm, I had right. I was texting my friends like I I thought that I was kind of dating this guy, yeah. but I don't think I am. I right. think we're just hanging out. And this is, makes me so sad because I was totally. <laughs> but I, I like. Did not have the guts to yell at him on his front lawn. <laughs> I was just like, bye. Okay. You know, she was, th- this person was mean. She actually was like, it, her, it she yeah. was mean to that me. That sounds like it's good. You didn't continue to. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, no. Um, she wasn't. She was in college too. It is. Inter- is Kayla, to your point, like it's like paradoxically, the sign that you interpret is like this person doesn't like me is maybe sometimes the source of that is like this person likes me so much they're mm. worried about doing the wrong thing. Exactly. And that's, that sounds like your situation. You're right. I yeah. think my husband will be so happy you said that. Because <laughs> <laughs> that is 100% what he says right. all the time. Right. He's like, I just didn't want to mess this up. Right. And, you know, so, yeah. Hopefully that's the truth. I've always been afraid of messing things up. I, 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 first dates are, I, I never like first dates. I, I went on another date to the restaurant Marvin. Do you know Marvin? Yeah, that's a great first date restaurant. <laughs> did was, you choose that? I did, yeah. Nice. And then I had the worst stomach. I mean, this is always my thing is that I just have stomach aches because right. I'm nervous. And then uh, I'm not, ner- not only am I not nervous, my stomach is always messed up because of the podcast You're- we do and the way I live my life. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I remember I was like, uh, I like my stomach drop and I had the rumblies, Nick, as you would say. Yes. And I, Marvin is a one person bathroom, which it's is a small. great restaurant, but it's a one oh, no. person bathroom. And I was like, oh God, I don't want to do this. And I ran to the bathroom. Sometimes and, you don't have a choice. Yeah. It's I, okay. I, I didn't have a choice. And I was like, I'll be back. And I got back like whatever much time later and i told her that i threw up i lied oh <laughs> because i thought that was less embarrassing it is less embarrassing I, it is See, less embarrassing i think it's okay less gross. i think if it's like hey i like i'm so sorry i'm just yeah. not feeling very good right mm-hmm. I, for some reason like i think it's okay it's like there's this new level of like odd intimacy yeah. <laughs> no i disagree <laughs> i disagree i'm i'm glad you said throw up <laughs> like i don't want you like burping and farting at the table right. but of course said not that, no like i would never ever I, ever do that i believe be clear. you i know <laughs> now wait question are do you have a dating app are you like a dating app guy i don't use them anymore but i did i did have it because i feel I like too you apps. have like a fan base so that's when it gets weird right. yeah. to use those apps because <laughs> then do they like your podcast or you know what i mean yeah it's it's it, nick and i have talked about this because i i am single and it is it is i think it is it can be weird territory yeah 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 now um we talked a little bit about nicole Bayer before we got yes. on the mic because you guys just did an episode with her and i love her and i love that she talks about being a female comedian right. and how a lot of the male comedians how she puts it as they have chuckle fuckers who are kind of like fangirls right. for a lot of like the comedy dudes mm-hmm. like you both went through like the uc came up through ucb and yes. the, like obviously did a lot of sketch comedy and I think like funny is so sexy. Like funny is so sexy on anybody, mm, but it's someone funny who's to a- say that in front of us. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like us two where you got, you have two like very dorky, funny, right. Like, maybe but funny men. Did this work? Like, is this something that you guys felt really attached to within yourselves mm. as a way to connect with women or when you were dating? Right. Well, for me, My situation is I was living with my now wife before I even started doing like anything at the Mm -hmm. Upright Citizens Brigade Theater. So like it's like it's never been a a thing where that was a a way for me to pursue anyone romantically. 
Um, I, I'm sure like, like, yeah, definitely part of how we, my wife and I connected is that we have the same sense of humor. And I think when I was younger and, and in, in middle school and high school and, and college, like that was part of how I would engage with people. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's uh, not, I don't, I can't really respond to that. You can respond to that better. Yeah. I think I will. I, I think for me, it was the only thing ever that I was like, Oh, I'm, I can be funny. And that's like a way to to try to win people over or something. I never, I never felt extremely confident. There was like, a, I remember a specific time in middle school where there were like, I was in sixth grade and I remember there was, there were like six girls that asked me to dance. And I was like, wow, like life's going to be good. Mm-hmm. And then I went through puberty and I was like, I felt uh, like I didn't feel good about my body and or myself until like years later. Yeah. And there was like yeah sixth or seventh grade, and then I was just like, oh, I'm a funny guy. And like even then, even when that was happening, I was like, oh, I like being funny. Yeah, and that's and, and and but I like I never even thought about girls being like interested in me in that way. And then after that, I was I never was like confident again until call like kind of college, right. but still wasn't good at it. You and I went through similar metamorphoses in yeah. that we were like cute little boys who like yeah. went through a pupil stage where we were just like, like really <laughs> gross. Yes. And then like, I think we, we were better now. And then but we're I, like we, we moths had, now. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. We're like, we're like, we're like uh, beautiful moths. Um, but we both, we both had like bad acne and, yeah. and we're, we're heavy. Like I used to be a, a good, good amount heavier when I was younger. Uh, and mm. yeah, so I had a similar thing. Like the, I feel the bulk of the, dating i've done was in sixth grade when i looked like a tailor kid from home improvement and i was just like i was just i was just a very approachable kind of shy you know jonathan taylor Thomas. exactly yeah like that kind of uh, like that was kind of my vibe and 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 girls my age responded to that and then once i started getting weird looking like i just i lost all my confidence yeah Yeah. i mean that's exactly the same thing and then like i think that that lasted with me like through college where i didn't feel I, in college, I rode crew for uh, like I rode like I I almost went into the military. I almost went to the navy, which I would have done horribly. But I I I like was like I need to do something to like try to get myself in shape. So I rode crew for two and a half years, and I didn't necessarily like it, but I liked that it like got me in shape and stuff. And then I I got some confidence there, but it was still I think like mentally I had I wasn't there until a few years like a couple years later. We just had this conversation not too long ago with a woman named Lisa Evans about just how much of what you attract from other people is what you think of yourself and your own confidence Mm. with yourself and, and how that already it's like, it's not about what you wear, you know, necessarily it's how you wear it because how you feel within yourself. Do you feel like now that you're older and you're like past a lot of these growing stages, have you found that, confidence more with yourself i think a little bit i think i think when i was like in my like i was only in just even a couple relationships in my 20s like i I wasn't with a lot of people in my 20s when you're talking about chuckle fuckers and it's funny Mm -hmm. because the chuckle fuckers thing is like for nick and i like that didn't exist i don't think for either of us (laughs) like like, no our 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 fans are just people who want to yell at us on social media because we didn't like arby's curly fries yeah (laughs) I think my first real girlfriend when I was like 24 was like, because I was doing like, I I think a part of it was because I was like, Oh, I'm confident in doing comedy or whatever. And this person thinks I'm funny. Not just that reason, but also, yeah. But like, I think that helped me be more confident and maybe go out with that person. But then, yeah, it wasn't until like my, I had a breakup with a a person I was serious with for like three years 
And then I was like, I'm going to date around. I, like, I want to try to date people. And, I, and, I, and that's when I started to get the apps and stuff like that. But then, like you said, it's weird. You can't really, I, you can't really date people who are like fans of the podcast or like, that's a weird line that you're not supposed to do. So sure. I just think I'm wrong place, wrong time for me in this, well, in this life. And you want, well, you also want to come to the wrong, but you also want to come to the table with both people getting to know each other equally. If one yeah, person right. knows everything about the other person, it's a little, it's a little awkward. Yeah, um, sure. Well, and, you don't have a chance to like, you know, kind of paint yourself in a better, you know what I mean? Like on my first date, it's not that I lied. I just like told the best version of every story. Sure. Yeah. And you then when someone already knows you, you can't do that. They already yeah. know everything. Thing. Yeah, it's, it's true. That is true. Yeah. You got to give it a few dates before the freak flags yeah. come out. <laughs> and then hopefully the freak flags are all this, like they kind of match, you know, it's like everyone's got their own. Speaking of dates, I want to go through our date together. Our double wow. date. Oh, boy. We went yes. to Fogo de Chao, That's right. which yes. is a great restaurant. A great restaurant. You guys were paid for it, which is very, very gentlemanly. Nice. That is very right. nice. Yeah. We appreciated that. Do you guys think in the dating world, we got a lot of questions about whether people, whether it still should be expected that like one person pays uh -huh. or that you go Dutch? Um, I, I, I always yes, pay. go for it. I was, I was gonna say I, I always pay. It, I have the weird thing too. Even when like I met up with a friend, a, a lady friend who's not I'm not dating, like just a like yeah. a friend, and I'll always I always try to pay. I'm not trying to sound like a like I just always feel like I'm supposed to. That's like, really amazing to hear because I'm not sure that's everyone's take. Oh really? Yeah, I always if I, if I'm if if I go on a date, I like almost insist always on paying for everything. Even like second date, third date, fourth date, yeah, a few months in. Yeah, probably. Wow. Is that bad? I mean, like, eventually, no, I, th I feel no. like eventually the person I'm dating will be like, hey, I want to split let, or something. Please let me. And yeah. I'm right. like, sure. Yeah, they should yeah. at some point. Yeah. I think at a certain point. Like, after the first, that's just my opinion. I'm sure people yeah. are going to have thoughts. But, like, after the first date or whoever kind of initiated the date and then maybe a few dates in, you can start going Dutch, you know? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I've... I just like paying in general. Like, I feel like it's like, like a, as someone fortunate enough to have a little bit of money, I, like I like to be like, like, like oh, I'll take care of it, you know, even with like a group of friends or something yeah. like that. But in a dating context, I would volunteer it or I, I would just be like, I got this kind of casually. And then if I'm not going to like throw a fit, if my, the person I'm going to date with is insist, is like also wants to pay, you know what mm -hmm. I mean? There's nothing where I'm going to like, like, like insist or like, I'm not going to insist too hard. Yeah. And I, I don't know if that's the right protocol or not. I have no idea. Do you notice when women do the fake grab where they like lean down and be like, uh, we call it in my family, like one of my aunts, we call it alligator arms because oh, she always pretends and, you know, alligators have short arms. So she's always like, no, let me get the bill. <laughs> like, right. I see that. I see that with I see that with men and women, because when yeah. you're in like a big group setting. Right. Like some guys will also be like, it's bill time. And some guys will be like, start to like just move their bodies. Yeah. Or the person that conveniently always has to use the bathroom, like right <laughs> as the bill is being delivered <laughs> to the table. Okay. So that happened to me and Mitch were out with our, we went with our, our Doughboys producer, you song and our buddy, John Gabris, who we went to a restaurant in Chicago after we did our live show. <laughs> and I legitimately had to go to the bathroom. And in the time I was in the bathroom, they brought the bill and Gabris paid for the whole thing. That's right. And I was, it was like very nice of him, but it was not, I was not trying to do that move. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if he, he's your friend, he's going to know that it's okay. Yeah. He also wouldn't let he like wouldn't know he wouldn't let he me. wouldn't let us anyway. But it's weird because you went to the bathroom when the bill came for us and that no I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> but so you, so you guys were late, but yes, and I was did. late today too, just to be clear. <laughs> I'm late yeah. always. Yeah. We're we're seeing a pattern. <laughs> <laughs> but you did pay, which was very kind. Right. You did let mm. us choose the restaurant, which was nice. I know that's part okay. of the Doughboys right. thing, mm-hmm. but like that was a nice dating gesture. You you had eaten before the date. You yes. did come yes. telling right. us about your previous date <laughs> that you just came from. That is true. That's yeah. a weird move. Where you ate calzones. Right. <laughs> this is this was also a date where uh, Nick and I said this afterwards. Where uh, if this were a real date, like I think, like the waiters in the restaurant, are like, what the hell are those two guys <laughs> doing with on? those two girls? Like what went wrong in their lives? Why is one knocked up over? Like what's going on with this first date? (laughs) You guys also brought a third wheel. Someone else with you. That's true. That's that's true. Susser. (laughs) Yes. Who was who was in and out quickly? (laughs) Right. Very quickly. Yeah. It's like he was parental supervision for (laughs) a period of time. It's like a chaperone. (laughs) Yeah. He was just uh, our buddy Evan Susser is just excited to get to eat like an app for free. Like yeah. that, he will drive like 30 minutes out of his way for just like a bite of free food. And you know what? He's good company. So it's worth it. That's <laughs> true. Worth yeah. It. And then Mitch wore a hat and you kept being like, do I need to take this off? Is that, this, should I keep it on? Can I take You're actually hitting on real date territory mm-hmm. because I'm like, I don't know if I like, well, another thing with dates, like being late, I always try to just be like, maybe around this time. And then I'm just like, then like when it's close to the time and I know like actually what time I'm going to really be there, uh-huh. I'm like, oh, let's do like 530 and then like I'll be on time. You know what I mean? Mm. Like I play it loose up until that time. No specific set So that time. you're not technically late. So I'm not late. And then like we talk about when we're going to get there or something like Got that. It. Do you pick anyone? Like, is there a pickup situation? Do you ever go drive and pick I'll try to pick people up. I, I, I always feel like it's a it's it's an, and a, it's not like trying to make a move thing or anything like that. Sure. Like, I'm just trying to be like, I'll give you a ride if you want one. But then I also think that when someone doesn't want a ride, I'm like, oh, they, I think they might not be interested in me also. Like, I think, like, I, not that, that that matters. And I'm not, yeah. try, like, I don't have, like, some awful vehicle where I try to pick women up. I'm just, I'm just trying to be clear here. <laughs> so well, if they say no, you feel like they're not that into you because they don't want to ride. I, I think, I think that is a part of it. But then sometimes that's not been true. But then also I feel like other times that has been, like, a thing when like the dinner is over and the person's like, oh, like I want to be friends or like it's very clear that they're, Got they're not interested. Yeah. Can I, I guess also Ubers now. Like, yeah, that's true. I, I, I yeah. feel like back, that's true. back dating back in, in the day, in the day, yeah. it was like the only alternative was a taxi. Right. Yeah. I, th- I think I think being in someone's car with them, that is like a very personal. It's a weird thing. And it also I think it can be scary for someone going on a date with someone for the first time. It can be. Yeah. A, a terrifying thing but then i also do think like if you do like someone in your like oh it's like fun chatting to per- like uh sometimes some of that car combo can be like it's the most intimate moment it can yeah. be it can be some of the best moments on the entire date okay. so so i think sometimes when people are like i don't want to ride from you I, i'm like mm, they might not like me but right. that doesn't necessarily mean that do you do day dates i i like i like day dates because also like there were i feel like there was for a while i thought there was pressure with like what does this day, if it's a night date, what does this mean? Like, does this, not that, like, I'm more nervous, I'm probably more <laughs> nervous than my date is. I'm like, what does this mm-hmm. mean? Like, where does the night end? Mm-hmm. Like, does this person, like, want to, like, hang out for the, but then with a date date, there's not that pressure. Lunch is lunch. And then lunch you go back to work or whatever. Yes. Yeah. Is that dorky to no, say? I no, I like that. Oh, okay. I think that's a great way to start. Yeah. It takes yeah. so much pressure off. And then what's great is, like, even on a good day date, you can be like, hey, should we just... Yeah. keep hanging out and yeah. grab right. a bite 
to for dinner and then it's more organic if it ends earlier because it's like well you just spent the whole day together yeah that rules and especially if you're looking for a relationship you know what i mean like you want to have that space right yeah i'm realizing my first day with my wife was a day date it was like a Mm. like a mid-afternoon late afternoon thing uh and then thinking back on like most of the dates i've been on ended up being day dates though some of those were like kind of an after school or summer vacation situation so it was a little different Mm. yeah i love a day date yeah hey guys we're gonna take a quick break we'll be right back in just a minute Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. It's time to get more in 2024. I know for me, one of my goals is to feel really strong this year. And honestly, so far, so good. Because that's where 310 Nutrition comes in. It's helping me and our listeners in the new year with protein and super rich food products with so many options and flavors. Right now, I have the chocolate bliss and caramel sundae, and they are both so (laughs) delicious. I have to hide them from my husband so that he doesn't steal them too. They're a triplex protein blend, plant-based proteins that include pea, brown rice, and pumpkin that leave me feeling full. 310 Nutrition also has a hydrate electrolyte drink mix. My favorite is the peach mango flavor. So not only am I hydrating and drinking water, I have an electrolyte blend, vitamin blend, and it's sugar-free. With one stick of hydrate mix into 16 ounces of water, and it can provide the same amount of hydration equal to drinking two to three bottles of water. Thank you. This way I can keep my resolution, keep feeling strong, have greater focus, feel refreshed, and maintain my hydration without having to drink as much. One of my favorite refreshing water enhancers they have is the lemonade flavor. It gives me energy. This one's also sugar-free. It's used with real lemons and it's pH balanced. And this also offers the same hydration as two to three bottles of water. Right now, 310 is celebrating a new year of goals with code CHALLENGED and giving our listeners 50% off up to $100 for your first order. 
with so many sample packs, new products, it's really fun and easy to put together an order or start a subscription on products that you know you'll use and will help you keep your resolution. So go to 310nutrition.com and use the code CHALLENGE right now for 50% up to $100 for your first order. That's 310-nutrition.com and use code CHALLENGED. It's all the good stuff your body needs in flavors you crave. So be healthier effortlessly. For years, we've been told that clean meant one thing, sanitize. It's supposed to be healthy, but sanitizers and disinfectants wipe out everything, all the good, healthy stuff along with any bad. Like your gut, your home has a microbiome too. And research is starting to show that this kill-em-all approach may be going too far with negative effects on our health, especially for kids. Now Aunt Fanny's brings probiotics to your home and your hands with their new microcosmic line. These household cleaners and hand soaps add good with probiotics power. Each has an extract of beneficial bacteria plus super effective plant-based ingredients to be tough on dirt and gentle on you. These formulas are non-toxic, cruelty-free, and have 100% essential oil scents. No fake fragrances. They're hypoallergenic and dermatologist tested too. It's nice to be cleaning with products that I know aren't going to be harmful to my skin and harmful to the air around it. Absolutely. And let's be honest, we spend the most time in our households, so let's make sure it's cleaned the right way. Way. Why stop at just natural cleaning when you can do one better with probiotics? Shop now at antfannies.com slash good and get 20% off your entire order with coupon code challenged at checkout. That's antfannies.com slash good coupon code challenged. Gryphon makes it easy to wake up rested and happy with the world's most comfortable sheets and duvets. They'll give you the most comfortable sleep of your life. All of Gryphon's bedding is made with premium quality Sapima cotton, and everything from their materials to their facilities is evaluated to the highest standard. Because Gryphon owns their entire manufacturing process, they control every detail that can change the way you sleep, and they've had over 200 years to perfect their craft. Refinery29 recently described Gryphon as bedding that you can feel good in and about. For a limited time, you get to try the sheets for free for 30 days, no strings attached. And if you don't like them, send them back and you won't get charged. Gryphon's sending us sheets right now. They are in transit. And I am so excited because there's nothing I like better than sliding into a freshly made bed with brand new sheets. Gryphon makes bedding that you can feel good in and about. Visit gryphonhome.com or search Gryphon Home and use code CHALLENGED at checkout. That's G-R-Y-P-H-O-N home.com and use code challenged. And we're back. Well, we had a night date and we, uh, in the in the meal was lovely. We talked a lot about travel. An early night day. An it was early like, night it was date. Like six was it six? You're right. PM? Yes. Yeah. It was still light outside. I yeah, it was. It was still light. Well, when we got there, it was still light outside. <laughs> 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 but we did go back to your apartment. We did. That is true, Mitch. Oh my god! You clearly See, cleaned is, for us. I I did clean up a little bit for you guys, and you it still did? looked. And, yes, and it still Where? looks awful. What part of the house? I know. That's the bad part. He's gonna be mad about this later. <laughs> no. I won't. I won't be mad at them. I'll be mad at you. Yeah, somehow. you'll be mad at me. No, but for, I thought it was funny later. too because all we did was talk about cleaning and Roombas. Right. <laughs> I, I did. I got a Roomba that day. Yes, that is you true. did. Um, How is that Roomba doing? The the Roomba's good. It's it's working well. The the apartment still. We, we've had it. We've it has been a busy year, and so that's it has <laughs> it has been a busy yeah. year, has it not? I'm not. I'm not lying. Sure. We we've been on the road. We went on the road a lot this year, so I feel like I mean we like you know I, my place is clean. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, Jesus. it's been a busy year. It has been a uh, look. I can't do. I'm bad. I'm very bad. At you can it. accept help. Like that. Yes. That is not a bad thing. Mm-hmm. To there's tons of apps where yeah. you know where you can have someone come over and and if you feel uncomfortable with having someone clean your place, mm-hmm. like you can help them clean. Like I, you know, that's totally appropriate. <sighs> I'm a bad mix of. I have two cats that are indoor cats. So right. They terrify me. They can't get out, or it would be Crushing. certain doom, most likely. And then also, I have OCD. So that's another issue where I am afraid. One of your cats of. is weirdly talented and opened the fridge. That's right. When oh, yeah. you were there, and I have never fridge. seen that happen before. Which was like another thing where I was like, "Oh God, now I got to worry about like the cat getting into the damn <laughs> fridge." He's he's seen you do it so many times. He was. <laughs> But you know then, I'm ordering out. <laughs> we had a great time recording the podcast with you guys, and it Likewise. ended up being a Us really too. fun night. It was yeah. so fun, and yes. now we're all friends. It was we, are, we are all. It yeah. was. It was a. It was a good time. You you saying that thing of like we came back after isn't that nerve wracking a lot of the time? Am I am I just a, a, a am I a true dork or is that like? What's the question? Is, is, you, is it nerve wracking to come after over to come, someone's, come over house, to someone's after dinner? house after dinner or something? Well, is, no, because we were there to record a podcast. No, no, you mean no, in not a dating you guys match. specifically. <laughs> Slow <God>. down. <laughs> uh, but say, for say, women to come over or yeah. anyone on a date coming over. I, think that I am. I am maybe old. Like I, I need like a few. I think I, like five dates to like. I'm saying like that. I like that. We. I, I think it's nerve wracking to come to someone's house after yeah. after a date. Definitely okay. not the first two dates. I would be like, oh, I have to go. I have to work in the morning or right. something, just to make my let myself. And all you have to do to is say like, I really, really had fun tonight, and I really want to see you again. That's great. And that's it. Yeah. You don't have to like woo someone over to the house and mm-hmm. have any expectation of any physical contact. Of course. Right. And especially, I think it's different when you're younger in your twenties and everyone's just like maybe not looking for something as serious, yeah. but when you want to find someone to really date and get to know, like I think basically in my opinion, I would think the other person just wants to hear that you had a great time. Yeah. You want to hang out again and that you're going to follow through with like some form of text or call. I right. Like, I think you're right. That's such that's good it. advice. That's Candace, great, you that's just simplified advice. it so right. much. Yeah. yeah. That's it. That is, you knocked it out of the park that, and I, and I feel better because that's how I, being like honest with someone like that, like just like saying those words, that's like the best end to a date right. there can be. Yeah. Is like saying something Well, and like that's that. honestly teaching them more about you in a few sentences than a whole dinner because yeah. they're right. Re- you're, you're being clear with your boundaries and what you're comfortable with. Mm-hmm. And if that's in line with what they're interested in as well, that's amazing. And yeah. if it's not, then you don't want to be hanging out with that person anyway. That's true. That's true. This is great. This is such a good way. Okay, so we have so many people that reached out, so many um, uh-huh. listeners that have questions, and we really wanted to give them a dude's perspective. Because Candace and I consider and give our perspective, right. but yeah. if we can all together give our perspective on different things, you guys, you have no idea. Like so many people asked about dating stuff. So can do you, can you answer some questions? I mean, we'll try. Well, yeah. poorly. I mean, <laughs> we can, we no, I think we're the, the, I think we're the best guys yeah. for the job. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. Do you have one? Or yeah. I have a good one. Yeah. So Taylor from Tulsa mm-hmm. is wants to know, how do I break up with a guy without breaking his heart? I'm moving away to go to college mm. in two months, and I don't want to do a five-hour long-distance relationship. Wow. Is right. there a good way to do that? 
I mean, I, I, I feel like I, and, and I'm a strange guy, but uh-huh. I feel like I would just like to hear that of like, I would just like to hear like, Hey, I really like you, but we're going like, I just feel like the long distance relationship thing just isn't going to work out. We're going to call this. Like, I almost just like would like that degree of honesty yeah. and I would buy that more than so I would buy that more. I was like, okay, that makes sense to me. Even if it hurt me, I would like get the logic behind that. Yeah, no, I think that's good too. I yeah. think, I think being honest about it i mean like i maybe you shouldn't i think the only way to like the the thing that will make it more worse for him is if you kind of are like oh maybe we'll get back together or something like if you're just like we're going to college and and i like you a lot as a person but i think this is maybe over with i think so just be honest yeah i think just just being honest i mean it is hard you might he might be heartbroken but also like what can you do i mean yeah this is I think the sooner the better. That's yeah. the one thing I would yes, say right. is like, don't drag this out. Right. If yeah. you know you feel this way, just do it. Got rip it, it right. rip the bandaid off. It's gonna be hard no matter what. Right. Yeah, well, because it is just the start of the summer. You got yeah. to yeah. so don't don't wait till the end of the summer no. or something like that. Yeah. Alternately, you can just tell me as a weird dick. And then- yeah. <laughs> yeah, just be like, Yeah, your dick's too weird. I'm done <laughs> with you. Really traumatized. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. He'll be fine. He'll be fine. <laughs> Worst summer of his life. <laughs> okay. Um Here's a good one about marriage at Lydia Sankin uh, wants to know what it's like to date our husbands or date your wife, how to get through lulls in marriage and how we remind ourselves to keep it uh, spicy with your spouse. Oh boy. That's, I mean, I, I I, like, I think it's just like if if you have a basis of friendship that helps a lot, it's, uh, you Mm. know, my wife and I will get in fights like people fight like but like, you know, you fight, you'll fight with your friends, too. And I think just reminding each just remembering that we like genuinely like each other. I think just like even if we've had a even if we've had like a bad fight and not that this is a frequent thing, but like if we had like a bad fight, I'm still like, I still want to make sure she got to work. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, like, and I think we still have that same and she, she the same with me. Like we'll still like, even if we're texting kind of like with with, finishing a statement with a period and a question and and we're still like, like making sure that, that, that we know each other, that we care about each other, even if we don't have that, um, even if we we're, we feel differently about that person that moment, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. Um, but if that's, a, if that's like a, I, I couldn't tell how horny that question was. Like if it's talking about <laughs> like that to me was not, it is not an issue. Cause my wife and I, I like, I feel like, she, I, like I, she's so beautiful, attractive to me. And like, she's like exactly my type and exactly what I'm looking for. And like me, I like, I've got I've gotten in better shape since we've gotten married, even though I'm like kind of like doughy now. Like I, we try to take care of ourselves, and so I think that's helped it too. It's just like a, a, caring about our own health and fitness, part partly for ourselves, but partly because we want to let our, our let each other know that we care about. Them, oh, that's you cool. Know? Yeah. Do you guys that. work out together? We do. We'll do yoga. Um, we do that less. We used to go on runs together, and that was tough because she's so competitive that <laughs> I would just like I would just like get worn out. Um, but uh, yeah, we'll do we'll do yoga. That's our that's our go to. That's great. That's do you advice. have an answer to that question, Candice? Yeah, we try to go on date nights. We try to we we do go on date nights. Actually, my husband's really good at planning those and making time for us. And I think because we're also a blended family, I met him. He had already had two kids, right. and so he was. What I really loved about getting to know him is how much he made sure that I knew that he was making space for me in his life. Oh, that's nice. That it's not like 
it's, it was not like a competition of time. Right. It was because obviously kids come first, no matter what. And like, I, I want that. Like if I have kids with someone, I want to know that like their kids are going to come first, but he always made time and spacing, got the sitter and made sure that we had time together. And now having a child of our own and having our older girls, he still continues to do that, you know, seven years later. That's, That's awesome. great. So oh, wow. to people out there. Yeah. Um, I think for me, when we get in a rut, we just go decide to try and get ourselves out of the mundane every day. Mm. So whether that's going on vacation or like you said, Candace, a date night or something like that, even just going on a run together or right. switching things up a little bit, because I think it's so easy when you're married and you've been with someone for so long, nine years, however long to get into that rut and just to like stay the same. Right. And that I think is the trick to keeping a good spicy marriage, Switch, switching things up a little bit. I've, I've been I've been working on my Nick knows this. I've been working on myself this year, which is also my thing of like, if I really want to be with someone, I want to like myself still more than I do. And so I, I've 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 really just been trying to better myself this year. Right. But what I found is that uh, just I'm trying to like walk and move every day and and get like two miles in at least walking or something. And and mentally and physically, I just feel so much better than I have in such such a long time. And I was like, oh, I've never felt this way when I was dating anyone before. And 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 I just want I just want to speak to that. I know this is like a normal, like an obvious thing for a lot right. of people, but not always. But, not but always. No, yeah. I don't think it is. Even we have a question from at Goddess of Books, and she that's exactly what she was saying. She said, "I've been I was single for years because she wanted to focus on her own well being and mental health, mm -hmm. and now she's trying to get back in the saddle after a long break." And she was asking, "How do I get back into dating after that?" But she took that time to take care of herself because. Yeah. That's gonna. You're putting your the best version of yourself out there. Yeah. No. It makes it does make you just feel so much better. And I feel like, yeah, like it's the best. I I I feel better. I know I still have a ways to go or whatever, but I feel very like more clear and and I just feel better being with someone. Sure. So, yeah. It's been good. It's been good. I I, I say move around. Sweat, sweat as much as you can for real. I mean, like that. This is my new. This is my new thing. I mean, if it's a dating context, you and I are going to be sweating a lot anyway. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I have a good question that um, our listener wants to know. Um, I've always been told that when I want, when a man wants you, he'll go after you, no questions asked. Do you think this is the case? She's held herself to this mm. standard recently, but then she's also just been told that that's not the case as well. So she's a little confused. Um, I will say that I have had, I specifically am thinking of a girl I went on dates with in high school who I really liked and we went on three dates and she liked me. And then I just stopped because I was panicking. Like, yeah. I feel like sometimes mm -hmm. people are like, like they're just to the degree where like she was like trying to re-engage and I was just like so afraid of like things going anywhere or or me messing it up or whatever it is. So I don't think... I think yeah. the relentless pursuit is the rake in the Jane Austen novel. Like that's not always the, there uh, is a type of guy. There's a type will, of guy who, who does do that, that. But I think there are a lot of, of, of men, a lot of people who don't behave that way. Yeah. Like a character in a film or in a book. Yeah. 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 I, mean, I feel like there, there's a lot of guys who won't. Who, well, they're shy. Yeah. They're right. shy. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. that doesn't mean they don't like you. It's just not their natural personality to just relentlessly pursue you. Right. Yes. This one's serious. Okay. Um, so this is, but I think this is an important question. <laughs> they like prepared themselves. Oh, okay. <laughs> I know. I think it's important, especially this podcast is about, you know, in your thirties and as women, this is something that absolutely comes up. Um, 
from at R, I wanted to not have your name just out of respect, but it says this year I've been diagnosed with PCOS. Uh, we've come to the sad conclusion that I will never be able to have children on my own, which leads to my question at what point in a dating scenario or relationship, is this something I should bring up? Hmm. Wow. That's a, that is a tough question. That's a tough question. I think if it's, but that's when you're in your thirties and you're dating, you talk about this. Yeah. I think, I think that, uh, I think with, once you, you're, you're, you start being serious with, I mean, it might turn out that someone is stoked about that and they don't want to have children. And then there's maybe someone that I think like a little too stoked about it. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. 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 Uh, And I, and then I think that there's other people, maybe a, a small I think that's probably a small percent that would that would be a, maybe yeah. bummed out by it, but I don't think it's I I think it's probably bigger in this person's head than than they think it is. Like, yeah, I, like I don't I don't think I think it's a conversation to have, and I think it should happen probably pretty early. If, right. if you're if things start getting serious, yeah, you're right. It's it's when when it starts to get serious because right. it yeah. might be conveyed in a different way a little too clingy or a little too much if you bring it up on the first date because yeah, sure. that's a very intense personal fact yeah i've been on like uh, two dates with someone i've been like do you want ki-? like like just like randomly asking if the, like when you're in your 30s i think it's just the thing that you're like hmm i wonder are we gonna have like am i gonna have kids i don't know and i don't that's even know true. if i want to so or you not, think maybe so. second date then i mean probably like, not yeah okay. I, I i don't i i don't think it's I, but i also don't think it's that big of a deal and it should, and hopefully, if someone really likes you, it shouldn't be that big of a deal to them either. Yeah, like, I, uh, I think you're right. Like as you get older, it becomes a less maybe this is just my perspective, but less obtrusive question. Mm-hmm. Like it's not as invasive to ask. I get I'm 38, and I get asked all the time if I have kids, which I don't, and if I'm planning to have kids, and that's just like almost a casual conversation. Obviously, different in a dating context, but yeah, I, yeah, I, I think you, I think, I think on the cusp of things getting serious is probably the time to bring yeah. it. Yeah. Um, can I can I tell you guys something dark from my family history? Yes. So my grandmother, who recently oh, passed boy. away, Josephine Weiger, uh, her um, a lovely woman, a, amazing woman. Her mother, uh, my great grandmother, divorced back when that was like not uh, not allowed, and then remarried. And her stepfather did not want children, so her her mom gave her away, and she was raised <laughs> in a convent. Her and her wow. sister. Isn't that crazy? And you just found this out? I'd found I'd known this for years, but it's just like that's it's just like, geez, I can't like it's one of those things where like when I get like mad at my router at home, I'm just like, oh, well, but my, my grandma lived through so much. Yeah, she lived through crazy. the depression. She lived through being a, a like, like literally abandoned as a kid. Uh, and then she reconnected with her mom, like later in That's life. And, like, took ask. Care so of did her. she reach out to her mom and find her again? They or? reconnected and she was like taking care of her at the end of her life. It was just, a, yeah, just like the, the strength exhibited by someone to create me, a guy who <laughs> reviews a Del Taco <laughs> with my friend. <laughs> But there you are. Oh, wow. Man. Yeah. Okay. I have a more. This where, is a lighter the, one. By the way, where are these virgin questions at? Want- <laughs> oh. Okay. Okay. Wait. <laughs> no, no, no. We can handle. <laughs> yeah. Like, we're gonna knock I'm that gonna out. Have to yeah. them. Hang on. Hang on. Okay. Okay. Hang on. <laughs> you can ask. Your okay. Other here it is. Here it is. Okay. It says, "I was wondering. I'm going to college in September and mm. didn't ha- and have not had any so-called action yet. Mm. I mean, I was only given a little peck or two. Nothing more. Is that a bad thing? Will people make fun of me in college for being a virgin? They won't make fun of you. It, I, it depends they, on the crowd you're hanging yeah, out yeah, with. Yeah. If, if people are making fun of you, then get the hell out of there. That's that's like a thing that like. 
I feel like that mockery that you're worried about is less of an issue once you get in the adult world. Not that yeah. people are never assholes, but like I just like teasing is like a phenomenon. I think to me is like middle school and high school. And then once you get out of maybe people's experience is different, but I feel like in the college, it feels more like a, like you have a job. There are shitty kids. There in are college, shitty people for sure. But, but I think it's more portrayed in film too, right, like right, where yeah. people laugh at you and make fun of you right. because it's also a fact that you can choose to share or not. Right. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Because yeah. You can just you can just not say it or say like I'm not and then not explain it if you want to. I mean, like I, which I've done all the above. I I mean, like I went almost the entire four years basically without with, with without it happening. And did you I, feel like people asked you about it? I think like people, but then also I hung around with like eleven guys, other guys who like weren't as they put it getting any action either or anything like that. So I think that it was like all right, whatever. Um, and so, then you guys formed a sketch group. <laughs> <laughs> what was the name of your sketch group? Uh, but I, I, it's called the Birthday Boys. It is, it is, it is, it is, it is real. There, there is a sketch group from from Ithaca. But I, uh, I, I don't, I don't think that it, I don't think that it is anyone's business if they shouldn't be asking you that anyway. So it doesn't, it doesn't really matter. And I think that, however you feel about it, you can say it, and you don't have to be embarrassed by it either. That's not especially going to college. You don't have to be embarrassed by that yeah. at all. Later on, when I was about to leave college, I was like, I'm embarrassed by this. Can I ask a question? Yeah. So when you've gotten to the point where you're 20 something or however old and uh -huh. still a virgin, do you then tell your partner that it's your first time or did you no, keep it? I you don't say anything. No. And then you say afterwards or they just still don't know. No, I just never. I never told that they person. never know that they were your first. Yeah. Wow. I mean, probably it was probably an awful time. <laughs> You still get that, right? <laughs> Is this your first time still today uh, with people I'm dating even? Yeah, right. <laughs> well, we're wrapping up, but I just want to know what is... What is now in your 30s? What is like a great piece of advice about relationships or love or anything that you have that's kind of stuck with you that you're applying to your life right now? Hmm. hmm. Um. I mean, going back to this was a point that you that you both made earlier, but just like the idea of making time for the person you're with. And that, I guess that's more of a relationship than a dating thing. But that's a thing like I sometimes am like bad about. And I'm like, oh, man, I've just like I've just been look, I've been look in a Twitter argument or playing video games. And my like, I haven't been giving my wife attention. And, and like, that's like the kind of thing of it's just it's just kind of like checking in with that person and making sure that person knows that you care about them and also like designating time like, hey, we're gonna, we're gonna spend this time together. But I think like, like dating wise, I just found the a no is not the worst thing that could possibly happen. And I think so many, especially straight men like, like myself who don't have a lot of self-confidence are terrified of that outcome. And then when you learn that like, Oh, someone saying no, someone, someone deciding they aren't interested in me. Hey, that's, it's better for me to make, to go for that and be met with that rejection than to have that que mm. that ambiguity and that question in my head and, and think about what might have been. I love I, that. Yeah. Go I don't know. for it. Take yeah. the plunge. Yeah, oh, exactly. Cool. And don't worry. And the worst thing you can get is no. It's like it's like making a cold call if you're working a sales job. Mm -hmm. yeah. It's it's like what like just think of it that way. Yeah. That's such a great mentality to yeah. have. 
That's my good. mom got me when I was um, in my early 20s. She got me that book, He's Just Not That Into You. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And highlighted key chapters and oh, starred them. Wow. It's in wow. the bookshelf wow. right behind us. I could be, yeah, literally highlighted. Caroline. <laughs> and I was like, thanks, thanks mom. <laughs> <laughs> but it is true. Like, yeah. you know, I was like, oh, yeah, like, that's okay if they don't, if they're not interested in me, it has nothing to do with me. Right. It just means like we're not, like, maybe I'm not that interested in them either. Right. Like, yeah. For sure. Just not the right match. That's all. Yeah. It's really that simple. Yeah. I agree with that. I, I, I think, I think, um, like I said before, just kind of self love and, 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 and uh, I mean, truly, yeah, when, <laughs> well, no, when you say self love, people picture something else. No. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think our listeners might not. I know. Right, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Weiger specifically. Yeah. Else. Uh, no, I think, I think, I think being happy with yourself. And then also, I think so often, like just in that, like just, those things of like, or people ask you if you're a virgin or something in college. And that, that was something that I, I remember caring so much about what other people thought Mm. about what I was supposed to do or how I was supposed to do things. And it should just be what you're happy with and what makes you comfortable always. I think that that's like a hard thing to give advice for, especially to someone who's 20 or 21 or something or even younger. But like you, you just have to be, want to do what you want to do and feel comfortable with what you're comfortable with and, and be happy with yourself. And then I think that kind of can help the whole situation out more. But I, I also think that, Oh shit, I forgot my second point. (laughs) (laughs) Well, your first point was awesome. Your first point was Yeah, Maybe I'll just keep it on the first point. Yeah. Whatever. The first point I'll stay with the first point. It's a good one. I keep forgetting stuff. (laughs) I'm I'm old and I'm broken now. Yeah. Or you're just vulnerable. You guys did. I truly, I, I, I'm, I've turned red and I like haven't, I feel like 10 degrees hotter than when we started this. Cause (laughs) you, you put me on the spot. Right. This is stuff that we never, Nick and I never talk. I know, but you guys are really cute talking about it. It's been (laughs) so fun to watch. I have a feeling there's going to be some ladies sending you met sliding into your DMs. Right. Speaking of, will you guys give us your socials so our listeners can know? Uh, yeah, our podcast at Doughboys Pod. Uh, you can find that on Twitter or Doughboys on Facebook, or I think it's Doughboys Podcast on Instagram. And then I'm just at Nick Weiger everywhere. I think it's Doughboys Pod now. on Instagram. At Doughboys Pod on Instagram as well. Yeah, yeah. and I'm um, I'm at uh, I'm at B Day Boys Mitch, which is the birthday boys on Twitter. And then I'm uh, my name's Mitch on Instagram. I watched. Can I say on this on Mitch's Instagram real quick? I watched an interaction with a woman who was talking to Mitch. And uh, she was asking for his Instagram and Mitch was just saying, my name's Mitch. But it looked, it looked like he was just like in a, in a loop of just saying what his name I, was. I looked like a dumb guy yeah, who was yeah. just like, my name's Mitch. And she's like, what's your Instagram? Like, my name's Mitch. Mitch. It was bad. And I never so got fun. it. Yeah. No. Well, thank you guys so much for coming here and giving all of our listeners some solid dating advice. Seriously, mm. Thank you guys. And it's been so fun. Yeah. Love hanging out. A yeah. delight. I, me too. Yeah, you guys are great. Yeah, well, thanks. I'll think of that second point. I'll tweet it out. We'll, we'll talk about randomly. it on our next date, on yes, our next double date. 100%. Oh, boy. Deal. Yeah. Done. I feel like Benny Hanna is in yeah. our future. Yes. <laughs> well, Mitch remembered his second point and sent us a, an amazing voicemail. We're going to play it for you guys right now. Hey, guys, it's Mitch. Uh, I'm sitting in my car outside of your house, and I remember my last point. Um... <laughs> It's to to learn from your past, but also to move on from your past was what I was going to try to say, because I think 
a lot of things can stay with you. And, and, and for me, I, I had a lot of challenges trying to overcome things that I thought I should have done or, or the things like, you know, relationships that should have gone one way or ended this way or, or kept going or whatever it is. And I think you have to let some of that go. And at the same time, be loving yourself to really put the best version of you out there. Okay. Thank you. Bye. I can't. I want to cry right now. Mitch, you're the best. <laughs> and that is such great advice. And mm-hmm. it's so true. And I know we start each podcast talking about how we're in our 30s and we thought we'd have it all figured out. But it's true. Dating and relationships in general, even if you're not dating, even if you're married or if you're choosing to be single, it's just all different because we aren't young and naive anymore and we have experienced things and hopefully you've experienced love and heartbreak and all the things in between. And that's so true. It's learning to accept the things that have happened and the choices that have been made and letting go of the things that you can't control. And I think it's important to own the experience you've the experiences you've had because it's made you who you are, but then like as Mitch said, be able to let go of the things that you don't want to hold on to and know that it doesn't define you. And it seems like he's doing that right now and I'm so proud of him. I love that you just said that that it doesn't define yeah, you. Yeah, don't allow it to define you because yeah. it is a choice. Now, Candace, I have to ask you before we go because so many people um we got so many questions about long distance relationships. And I think you and Joe have done such a beautiful job of that, starting with your first date and everything. What is the secret to keeping a long distance relationship? I don't think that there's one secret to keeping a long distance relationship. I think that there's positives and negatives to it, honestly. Um, I think what can be wonderful about a long distance relationship is that there is an element of, of holding on to your own identity that is kind of nice that even though, you know, honestly, Joe and I always joke that it was, even though we were only seeing each other, you know, every two weeks, we would give each other all of our attention in those days or that entire week where, when we would see each other, it would be every night was like either dates or we'd, you know, cuddle and hold each other, watch every movie we wanted to watch. You know, I would shave my legs right before he comes into town. You know, I just, I felt better because I just like knew, okay, this is my time where I get to give myself to him and, and vice versa. And then when we wouldn't be around each other, we were more focused on, our other, on our, on our personal, on our, on Your our personal own growth. independent growth. Yes. Yeah. And, um, but at the same time, that is a really special element about a relationship is cohabitating and growing together and, um, and planning a life together, building a life together, especially when you have kids, it, you know, es- establishing that family unit and, um, and that routine. It's so vital, I think, for, for kids and for a family to have some sort of um, consistency or a lot of consistency mm-hmm. and some sort of routine mm-hmm. at hand. Uh, we actually had a really hard time moving into in together because we were so used to compartmentalizing our lives. Interesting. And because we were so used to still being able to have our own place, you know, like in our own, uh, things per se. Like I, 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 food was a big one for me. It was very weird for me to have to get groceries and I'd be like, where did all my food go? Well, it's not my food. It's the whole (laughs) whole family's family's food. food. Mm -hmm. So that's a very small example. And then also, but every little thing you're used to doing changes. And and even like, you know, getting into a routine of like, well, now 
everyone's in bed and now I get to watch TV and this is our decompression time. Whereas if we were only seeing each other for a long weekend, we don't need to sit down and watch TV. Mm -hmm. This is our time to like, you know, be together, get to bed, Mm -hmm. (laughs) be together. And it's like, you know, it, you don't have to make such a conscious effort. It's kind of already that time is built in mm. um, to force you to make that effort because you know you're not going to see that person for a while as opposed to, well, I'm going to just see you in the morning and then the day after that and then the day after that. Yeah. Um, but long distance is the most important thing is communication, making sure that each person is comfortable with what you're getting out of it. And you have to make the effort. Unfortunately, long distance relationships are very expensive. Um, luckily Joe and I had the means where we could fly to each other and see each other. And that's what worked for us. We did see each other. We, we very rarely, I think there's only one time we went a month without seeing each other. And like two or three times we went three weeks, but otherwise it was really just every two weeks. But I think most importantly too, for our, our listeners as well, it, even if you don't, like it's making the time count, It is whether it's FaceTime that you set a, set aside because you're in college and you, you can't get away from but anything. That's the complicated thing too, mm-hmm. because then you want to be able to live your own life. If we're on different time zones and I want to go to dinner with my friends, but that's the only time you can FaceTime. I don't want to have to sacrifice like living my own life than to just stay in and FaceTime. So it's finding the balance. So it's finding the balance and what works for you. And really it, it just, it's so particular to the couple. For some people, they have to FaceTime every single day, all day. For us, we found a balance of, you know, texting in the morning and texting at night on days when we knew we were busy, mm-hmm. trying to FaceTime a few times within the week that we wouldn't see each other because we wanted to be able to live our own lives and still stay connected. Another great thing is if you, if you want to be able to live your own life and not feel glued to your phone, send care packages. Snail mail still exists. Mm-hmm. And I miss the days of, I just went on out of town for a week and a half and I was missing father's day. And I was like, oh, I'm going to have to set I want to send like a big text to him or pictures or post on Instagram. And I was like, why? Like, I just want him to feel good. I want him to feel surprised. That's what it's about. So I like sent him a dozen donuts, you know, <laughs> like it's like little things like that go such a long way. It just takes more effort. Mm-hmm. It takes and more thought. And that's what I think we did really good where we did really good in our long distance relationship. It was not easy but we made it work for us. And, um, and I think it definitely just communication and don't be scared of therapy, communicate, communicate, communicate. If you're mad, don't wait until you're going to see each other the next time, pick up the phone and be like, we need to talk it out now. Mm. There you have it guys. That's such great advice. And one thing I really learned is so many of our listeners are in long distance relationships. I I didn't realize how many people are trying to work through that. So take, take Candace's advice. I mean, it's really good and try and implement it into your own. What did you guys think of this episode? Did you love all the advice from the Doughboys? Do you love uh, how many of you are in love with Mitch now that, you know, he's single. Um, But thanks for joining us today on our episode. And we have another great one coming up next week. Oh, by the way, Candace, I have to tell you, do you know what I just got? What did you get? Some of our merch. You did? Yes. I got a t-shirt and it's, it's coming in the mail. It's on its way to me. I actually got a small and a medium because I'm not sure which size fits with the belly. I cannot wait to take pictures in our <laughs> You're Awesome Like Diane Keen 
Keaton t-shirt. It's so cute. I'm so excited about it. And we, you guys, we have little pins that you can pin to of our faces. Of our faces. And you're, you said you bought a ton because you're going to pin them to Joe's. Put them all outfits. over Joe's clothes, I so he, then he can never leave the house without me. Because that's true so love. Much. Long distance, no more. So go to our Instagram page. There's a whole section um, if you want to swipe up and purchase the merch. Join us on that adventure too. Or if it's easier, you guys can go to podswag.com/challenged to find all of our awesome merch. Again, that's podswag.com/challenged. And we'll see you next week for another episode. Do you actually challenged? For years, we've known about probiotics for our guts, yet our cleaning supplies are busy wiping out all the good with the bad. Bring probiotic power to your home with new microcosmic cleaners and hand soaps from Aunt Fanny's. They add good with the beneficial bacteria extract plus safe plant-based cleaners. They're tough on dirt, gentle on you. Shop antfannies.com slash good and use coupon code challenged at checkout for 20% off your entire order. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.